Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and today I am joined by Amanda, AMX NDA Reviews, here on the show. We're going to be taking a trip through the multiverse to talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Devin is... Um, out for now. Um, he had some family business he had to take care of. So Amanda is here uh, taking his place for now. So, you know, yeah, the uh, the show must go on uh, for sure. But before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at Film Optics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Amanda, how the heck are you? I am doing great. I am. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to dive into the multiverse of madness with you. Um, But yeah, I feel like I'm low-key a bit tired just because I feel like so much happened in this movie and I'm still trying to process it. Like, I don't think I slept last night cause I was trying to process everything. So that's how I'm doing. <laughs> I will say when I came out of the theater, I was tired too. And it was only a two hour movie, but I do agree. There's a lot happening in this movie and, and I feel like it needs a second viewing to kind of understand everything that's going on because it's just a lot was thrown at you. And the way that this movie is kind of set up from the get go, it's just hits the ground running uh, much like I would even say like Rise of Skywalker, where like the beginning of that movie was just very fast paced. And it's like, oh, like we're here. And it's like mm-hmm. I, I it kind of felt like there was a part missing during the beginning. <laughs> but oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got the middle, the midsection, you know, the act two and three of everything, but I feel like we didn't really get an act one, but yeah, um, I'm doing good as well. Uh, just moving into a new place. So that's always exciting. Um, other than that, I watched what uh, I've been like rewatching community. I'm trying to find something new to watch. Um, I was going to start watching halo, but uh, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I, I watched like the first two episodes and I couldn't get into it. Like, at all like the first episode was pretty good but the second one i was like eh, i i feel like i can watch something else so i gotta find something like new like fresh to watch Shit's creek is actually leaving netflix so i might dive into that before. you need to i finished it in a month and there's like six seasons like that's how awesome that series is. It's so funny and lighthearted. <laughs> I need to get into it. It's, I've heard so many great things, but I also want to get into like flag means death and, or I think it's our flag means death. I think that's yeah. what it's called. I don't know. Yeah. There's just so much, but it's like, you know, this, this multiverse movie for Dr. Strange, technically the second Dr. Strange movie kind of just snuck up. Like it's may, like, I mean, we were able to both, see it um early you know thanks to uh marvel and our um respected i guess uh ally global whatever it may be but um yeah so we saw it last night and um it was wow (laughs) that's (laughs) best way to put it yeah pretty much um so 
Um, are you ready to kind of just dive into the multiverse to talk about this? This uh... I, I'm ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Every night, I dream the same dream. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our Doctor Strange in the multiverse, multiverse, multiverse of madness, <laughs> uh, directed by the Sam Raimi. Back at it again with Marvel. Uh, it's it's been forever, and I'm very excited that he's back. Uh, writers, actually, I think it only includes one, which is Michael Waldron, and stars Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, and more. And the synopsis, I actually found a synopsis on IMDb, but I think that was an old synopsis before the reshoots happened, which was, it was talking about how Doctor Strange casted a spell that, you know, then kind of like how we did in No Way Home, but his own doing, it was very odd. But I actually grabbed the synopsis from um, Rotten Tomatoes, so I'll just read that really quick. So Dr. Stephen Strange casts a, oh, actually, no. Oh my God. I did not change it over. So let me read the original IMDB <laughs> synopsis here. It actually says Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including an alternate versions of himself who threat, um, whose threat to humanity is too great uh, for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. So that doesn't sound like the, actual no. plot so i think because this actually happened when we did our uh, massive talent review where imdb had an older um synopsis dealing with how it's supposed to be like a quentin tarantino movie that nick cage was like auditioning for but mm -hmm. i i wonder if yeah i wonder if they didn't update it because Again, that's, yeah, that's a little. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they did because wasn't like America supposed to be in No Way Home? I think so. Maybe. So I think that's why that synopsis sounds very D different. Different, yeah. I think that's what it is because that not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this talking about? What movie is this? <laughs> I like the sound of this one, but no offense. I mean, honestly, I kind of, but I mean, there's, there's some things, but yeah, the movie info from uh, Rotten Tomatoes reads that the MCU unlocks the multiverse um, and pushes its boundaries further than ever before. Journey into the unknown with Doctor Strange, um, who with the help of mystical allies, both new and old traverses the mind bending and dangerous alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious, a mysterious, excuse mysterious, <laughs> new adversary. That sounds more yes. like what we uh, witnessed. <laughs> I was reading, I was like, wait a minute, that, that doesn't sound right. Like, IMDb, you got to get your stuff together. I, I go to you guys for these things, usually because Rotten Tomatoes, uh, their movie info, or at least the synopsis is like, it's usually like a paragraph and I'm like, nobody wants to read this. 
but it's detailed and then you're like, Oh, they don't yeah. give anything away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the way it's going to work here, ladies and gentlemen, um, again, this is going to be a spoiler free, uh, review, uh, just because we don't want to ruin the fun for you guys. You know, there's unfortunately been a lot of people out there online who just kind of take pride in that kind of thing, but we're just going to get into our initial reactions and then our final thoughts and then our, um, you know, our, our first viewing rating and kind of just close it out from there. So I'm going to pass it over to Amanda so she can give her initial reactions of Dr. Strange 2. Okay. So this is rough. Because, you have 10 seconds on the clock. No, oh my God. Um, no, uh, I'm confused. I think the best way to like the one word that I can describe at, like I, after walking out of multiverse of madness was that like I was underwhelmed, but I was also very confused with how I felt about it. I felt like the visuals were phenomenal God bless Sam Raimi, like King, he's back. Like you could tell that literally sign on the cross. <laughs> um, for those who can't see this. Yeah. Sorry. The <laughs> praise, praise Sam Raimi. Um, he elevated Michael Waldron's script. Um, so I had a lot of fun with how Raimi presented Scarlet Witch and uh, Dr. Strange. I thought that their power sets were really cool. We got to see them like the full extent of their powers. And that's what I really appreciated. Something that I didn't really vibe with in the first Doctor Strange is that like, I understand that we have to get a feel of his origin story. We have to see him come into his own and with his powers, like it's a junior level type of Doctor Strange. But for someone with like that power set at that caliber. And we know that he's like Sorcerer Supreme, like all, like all of that. And he's master of the mystic arts. Like, it's just the fact that like, I wish we would have just gotten there sooner. Mm -hmm. I wish we would have gotten this in the first one. That's just something that like, maybe an origin story would have been more beneficial through a flashback for Dr. Strange. Um, but this is what I wanted for him. Is it not a direct sequel to the first one? As like, we were talking about, last night christian like it didn't feel like that but for me the mcu is on this grand scale now and i don't think we're ever going to get this contained um simple structure like ever again there's going to be additional characters there's going to be other people coming in and out and um it's just not going to feel simple without like the excess yeah. that they're going to put into it unfortunately moving forward so I was underwhelmed, happy with it because they're <laughs> me, but also like confused. So if you don't make sense of this review that I'm saying right now, it's because I, I am was also happy, conflicted. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm yeah, I'm just conflicted with how I feel about it. But I, mm. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I, I, I would have to agree with you there. And I guess before I get into my initial reaction, yeah, like when, when I had mentioned that it didn't feel like a next in some for Doctor Strange, like you are right. Like it is going to be more grand. And I love seeing, like, I always love seeing cameos and, you know, other um, heroes kind of guest starring in someone else's um, uh, movie, much like with like Thor Love and Thunder. It's just like, I'm not Love and Thunder, excuse me, Ragnarok. Uh, see, I'm already thinking ahead there, but it's all right. Uh, it, it's 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 coming up here close, but um, yeah, for Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, um, I I think it's like it was a wild ride. Like you said, you know, the CGI is phenomenal, and we kind of knew it had to be going in. 
And this is probably one of the most Sam Raimi movies to ever Sam Raimi. Uh, so yeah. it's the, the horror elements and, you know, the jump scares and just the eeriness of this film really oozes out. And that's what I love about it. Um, and I think uh, that this film really dives deeper into the multiverse than we've really ever seen before. Um, and it's going to be hard to like for people to grasp like the logical sense, but like it's not going to make sense. And that's totally fine, because when you're dealing with like time travel or anything multiverse wise, if it's not like a simple like one off structured story, obviously, this is more of a grander scale. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things aren't going to make sense and you kind of just have to go with it. It's just like yeah. when people were complaining about um, was the last Jedi when um, they're dropping bombs on like, you know, these star destroyers and they're like, Oh, there's no, there's no gravity in space. And I'm like, you believe in a space wizard with <laughs> a laser sword, you know, flipping around the galaxy, just cutting people in half. Like they're carved Turkey, but no gravity in space is where you draw the line. Physics. <laughs> it's like, physics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is this physics? <laughs> so it's like with anything comic book related, like you kind of just have to go with the flow. And that's what mm-hmm. I did with this movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, there are a lot of things that I, I wasn't super crazy about, and I'm sure we'll get into that here soon. I think the performances all around were fantastic, uh, especially Wanda. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, again, just kills it. Um, I've never felt like outside of Spider-Man, like it's, at least within the MCU, I haven't really felt a lot of empathy for a lot of these characters, maybe Loki, but like Wanda is like yeah. up there. I'm just like, yeah. man, like I, I feel you like you're crazy, but I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> See, like in that case, I feel like Strange and Wanda were balanced at times yeah. in sharing the screen time, but then the writing was better for Wanda than it was for Strange. Mm-hmm. So again, confusion. <laughs> it was balanced, but it also wasn't balanced. <laughs> like it just... It's so hard to talk about it, but um, yeah, I felt that like we all connected more to Wanda because I also think that we had more time to spend with her, obviously with the show. So then to bring that to the big screen and have that connect and then Olsen just brought it to a whole other level as the Scarlet Witch. And if it weren't for Sam Raimi, it wouldn't have hit. If we had any other director bringing out those horror elements, leaning into that type of camera work and filmmaking, and then, Jesus, Danny Elfman's score, my God, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I need that out today. Like, I need it now. <laughs> um, but with that mixture, we wouldn't have gotten that perfect level of Scarlet Witch. And I think she was she stole the spotlight. As much as I really love Strange in this, I also feel like the constant multiverse type of storyline. I'm trying yeah. to around. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, I, I feel like with the change and then the notion mm. of who is you get what I'm yeah, you Yeah, what I'm it was very um if if you've seen everything everywhere all at once, there's a mm. few similarities with how certain things with certain uh well not physics, but I guess rules within that multiverse for everything, everywhere, all at once. It yeah. it kind of, I saw a few similarities, but they approach it in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, 
you know, no, no spoilers. So it's, that's like kind of like the best way I could put it for now. But I, I gotta say like, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of twists and turns within this. um, And I kind of mentioned earlier that this, this really felt like the middle, like act two of a movie and then act three, I feel like we didn't really get in act one. And it, it really just, this feels like the, episode 10 of WandaVision that we never mm-hmm. got. Cause even though it's called Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness, uh, yeah. it should really just be called WandaVision <laughs> episode 10, like kind of like a, a Disney plus TV special type yeah. situation. Because technically we learned way more about Scarlet witch and her origin more so than Dr. Strange. Yeah. And it's like, you should have just given us a Scarlet Witch movie and then Doctor Strange makes the cameo because yeah. then like that, like that doesn't make any sense. There's so many ways they could have done this without labeling it as a direct sequel. But I guess because they brought in like Mordor, like Mordor, Mordor, am I Mord- saying it right? Um, are you talking about the... Um, um- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mordor. I feel Sorry. like I'm saying Mordor. <laughs> like Lord of the Rings. Like Mordor. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that dude, Chiwetelage for is a fantastic yeah. actor. I feel like because they had to bring him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of what happened at the end of the first Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. It just, it, it felt chaotic, but not in a good way because it felt disjointed. So I feel like it was Sam Raimi's vision. And then it was a conflicting vision with Michael Waldron and what he was trying to do writing the script. So when you have like the writer and then the director clashing and their ideas clashing and then the director trying to make the best of it, that's where it kind of goes all over the place. But I do agree, like it was fun. And then you have to just follow the rules within that multiverse, within that section. Yeah. And the things that we saw freaking wicked yeah. just like freak like that's the biggest takeaway it's like you know what horror elements beautiful do not take your children please do not take your children to go <laughs> they watch will have nightmares <laughs> they will like my goodness the makeup on like on like in certain aspects was like so so strong cgi was great and then it's just the fact that like there were even jump scares. I know. And what I loved what Raimi did was that he let those scenes breathe. Like he built the tension. He wasn't afraid to have silence on screen. And I think that's why it worked. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was, that was fantastic. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I always with with this movie. It's like this, I mean, this movie was supposed to come out a few years ago mm-hmm. and what I think, well, because you know, then we had like the dry spell of is it 20 it was 2020 is that when WandaVision came out or was that 2019 no that was 2020 2020 big year yeah 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 that was all the Disney plus tv shows was like that year yeah that's that's right yeah so it's I I don't know it's like like you said like there's so many things I love about this but it's like Mm -hmm. it really just felt like hey you know we didn't give you that episode 10 of WandaVision where Doctor Strange was supposed to be in there and then this is what we're going to give you guys, you know, the, the thing that fans were kind of waiting for, because it really is a continuation of that. And I remember when Kevin Feige originally said that, you know, you had to watch this, the Disney plus shows in order to understand the movies going on. And I'm like, that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's called, you know, you're building a universe even more. Um, but I, I feel like, I think, I think I was talking to Mike about this yesterday. He felt like the, 
the shows are kind of taking away from the movies because everything's starting to kind of just feel the same. Like, it's not that it doesn't feel like, you know, with Daredevil or like Jessica Jones, like those are TV shows. And obviously, you know, with Moon Knight and WandaVision, they're high budget, which is great. But they also just Mm -hmm. feel like a movie chopped into, you know, certain sections. And I feel like this probably could have done the same. It's everything's starting to blend in differently, which isn't a bad thing because I mean, some people claim that they have superhero fatigue, but I mean, they, they're still going to go watch this like 100%. Right. I, I, you know what? Sitting in multiverse of madness, like I could kind of feel it. I could, because it's hard to even talk about it at this point, because other than like, style like style wise right. from, from Raimi it's like we've seen the multiverse we've heard about the multiverse yeah. especially with into the spider-verse like that personally was like the best way to introduce it yeah you I know what I so. mean so because there was a similar shot like sequence of them like jumping through it so like I thought that was really cool to see that in live action a few similar lines between uh, no way home and um multiverse yeah. madness as well I was like oh yeah. They said it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like I I love that don't get me wrong, but mm. I feel like they didn't really expand on it. I agree. It's it's like surface level and then they were yay were using words <laughs> and like expo- I was like, well, I need a dictionary. I need a Marvel dictionary. Like where's the wiki while I'm watching this? I was like, what? So you definitely have to watch this like two or three times to understand what they're fully saying, yeah. which is fine. Because I felt like even the first Doctor Strange was like that. Mm. So I feel like if you read the comics for Doctor Strange, you're going to be very comfortable going into Multiverse of Madness. But for me, I'm like, these are words and stuff and things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does this mean? But it's okay. It's like SpongeBob and uh, Patrick. <laughs> He's like, write that down, write that down. Bring <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my notepad on Thursday. <laughs> I, can, I can never bring notepads. And I can't write notes during a movie. I see so many people, at least during, you know, when you watch it with critics versus watch Cause I got to watch this with audience. Like one of, cause that's what it was. Spider-Man. It was a whole nother level. I was, God it was amazing. Yeah. There, there's literally nothing better than that. But I, I wonder how like other Marvel fans are going to take to this. Um, it's middle of the road for sure. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. Like it's good. Not mm-hmm. great. Another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was American Chavez. Uh, cause I feel like she was kind mm-hmm. of, you know, in the marketing, like she's there, but like, I feel like within this movie, she kind of just plays like the damsel in distress. And I feel like there isn't a lot of depth to her character. Obviously like with Wanda, it's different. You know, she, she's been in the MCU longer, but this is supposed mm-hmm. to be her, um, America Chavez's, uh, introduction. I yeah. think she did a good job, but she didn't have much to do. The way I took it was the fact that like they were playing it up that she's a kid. And that Doctor Strange became the mentor, which is a very Tony Stark thing to do. And it makes complete sense as to why he would take on that role. Um, I completely agree with you that she has a fantastic power set. Like visually, when we saw what she was capable of, I'm like, this came too late. What? (laughs) what, Way too late. And that was the most powerful scene in the movie 
towards the end mm, yeah. with her. I yeah. thought that was very powerful what they did. That whole sequence. Yeah. I'm like, I love that. And it's like two women. Like, I thought that was great. Yeah. But I do agree that like, I felt like Strange was just protecting her the whole time mm. and she wasn't able to strut. But again, like obviously debut, she's a kid. She's in another universe type of situation. Like I get that. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about the Young Avengers. Uh, oh, see, that's what I wanted to ask. So, Go, sorry, go, go ahead. No, no, no. I give, oh. Yeah, what were you? So, well, I guess, like, what do you mean by you're worried about the Young Avengers? For me, it's the fact that, like, I think, because I've been reading up on it. I have to do a piece uh, for Collider, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been reading up on the Young Avengers and how they formed. I don't think that a movie would do them justice. No, it has to be a series. 100%. It has to be, but not six episodes. No. I don't want that. No. I need an eight to ten. Because there's so much to unpack with like Wiccan and Speed and then connecting that to Scarlet Witch. And then you have like America, like you have Kate Bishop, like there's so many things that you need to do. So my theory, my theory is that Chavez is going to be in Quantumania and they're not telling us Mm. because then you have to bring Cassie Lang into the mix and they have to meet Mm. somehow. I don't think that's a spoiler. No, 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 no. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it's a prediction, but I think that in order, the only person that I can see going to Lang, if they're going to deal with Kang, would have to be America Chavez. Yeah, I I, I would agree there. I want to see how they do this because it's like, as much as I love these new Disney shows, um, Mm -hmm. this is the sixth episode. Like, I mean, with Loki, it worked so well. With yeah. Moon Knight, I feel like it's working very well. Yes. And I mean, WandaVision is the only exception. And by the way, when they, uh, I, I I can't say anything. I'm sorry. This, this small little hints of when uh, Doctor Strange first visits Wanda and certain scores starts kicking in. I was, I was feeling it. It I was, was cute. It, it was, was it was, like that it. was a really nice <laughs> touch. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, there, there's so much to unpack here and it's, it's crazy, but yeah, the, the young Avengers, that, that is a very interesting theory. I want to see how they tackle that because it's, and then it's, you know, how are they, you know, we, we, we know from the trailer that, you know, we hear Patrick Stewart's voice and you know, mm-hmm. it's the whole, like, Oh, like the whole X-Men thing and how Marvel is going to, introduce that whole aspect because I mean, it is kind of tough, you know, they have to try to figure out how to write that in within one of their movies. So it's like, we have the young Avengers that we know are being set up. You know, they still have to introduce the fantastic four and they have to introduce the X-Men and uh, we know a blade movie is coming as well. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, I have questions about that, but that's a separate conversation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, obviously, you know, like this is more, you know, it really should be called Wanda and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The Adventures of uh, Stephen Strange and Wanda. (laughs) (laughs) The dynamic duo of Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. Seriously, though. Like, I, but it's, there's so many things I love about this. I mean, it it does hit the emotional um, feel there for sure, but. It's, it just feels like a, a TV special for sure. I mean, the way that they, I mean, they've been marketing it like amazingly and it's just, but like, Oh man, just no more TV spots, please. 
for anything else. You know what? After what had happened on the Sunday to me. Yeah. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> to, <watching you. laughs> it, to me personally, I was affected by this. Um, but I honestly think they do not need to market it this heavily. Marvel never you needs to. Because people are going to go. They never need to. Exactly my point. So don't put it. You don't even need a trailer. Just give us the teaser. All yeah. we need is the teaser because every single trailer that comes out. And then they push the TV spots. I'm like, we, we know you have the money to do it. We yeah. understand. But. <laughs> Quit flexing. <laughs> you guys are like, literally, but stop. <laughs> like, there's just so many, like, like they spoil so much in like the, the TV spots and stuff like that, that mm. I've seen. And I'm just like, stay away. Don't watch them. Like for them to shut the replies off on their social media accounts. Yeah. Like we've gotten to that point. I just think that like, like, let's cut it with these trailers, like legit. Cause even in the first trailer, they dropped the voice in the first trailer. And that was something that was enough that not even that they didn't even have to put it in because those figures, they would have been contemplating who was sitting there to begin with. You know what I mean? That is true. Yeah. There's, I mean, I, I get it. They're excited. I mean, the marketing from Moon Knight has probably been the best so we've had. Subtle. Very, very subtle. Uh, we never really got that with Hawkeye. Um, yeah. Well, then again, with Hawkeye, they told everyone that Yelena was going to be in Hawkeye like a year prior. So it's like, I was like, okay, and that I get it. But like, don't be like, who is this mysterious woman? Like, we know it's Florence Pugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Even but, with like Kingpin, I'm just like. Is this a surprise? I like love. I was. Uh, I. I love. I don't care what anyone says. I loved his get up. I'm like he was coming back from vacation. He looked up, great. He did, and it's like straight from the comics. And like I've yeah. read a comic in years. I just. I just don't have the time for it. But I feel like for the general general audience, we're like, well, you know, Doctor Strange. Two is like really good for Marvel fans. I think Marvel fans are gonna enjoy this as well. I mean, like I'm I'm a big MCU fan, it's, but I do agree they don't have to over um, market. Like I mean, this is like I mean they're 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 not like I hate to make this comparison, but like they're not DC. Like because DC's track record has been so rocky. I mean, they're finally getting to a good place. Uh, mm -hmm. hopefully but um <laughs> yeah. well i don't know with what they're doing over there right now so we'll yeah see. it's it's uh, it's it's gonna get messy before it gets it gets good but like yeah. even for for i don't know i feel like they they did a really good job of just marketing for dc for um was it like peacemaker but that was kind of like out of the blue no one really expected that to be as good as it um ended up being but yeah it's mm -hmm. just I feel like Marvel just gets super excited and they want to overshare and that doesn't need to happen because they've, they've built yeah. this. Like, I mean, even, and, and by the way, really quick, the, um, the, uh, the post credit scenes, mm -mm. No. <laughs> especially the second one, I was like, <laughs> you know what? I would have been happy with like, just Dr. Strange, like will return like that yeah. part as, as they always do. And I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. And then that popped up. I'm like, should have said somebody else's name, but I'm not going to say who, because there are some questions same about some I, people. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like, we where can't talk is about this that, person? But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely feel you. I did not like the post credit scenes. Um, because you know what? On top of that, there were rumors. 
Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't like to look into the rumors. I, I clearly spend too much time <laughs> on Twitter that I find this stuff. And like, it bothers me so much that people are just openly talking about it. Like even there are other critics who are getting access to like, yeah. you know, the screenings and they're just, they don't know how to not say something like it's easy to spoil. Sure. But it's really easy not to spoil a movie. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking here for like 40 minutes and haven't uttered a single spoil. So it's exactly like-, <laughs> like it just it boggles my mind that we have to put warnings out. It just it leaves a bad taste in my mouth yeah. because that's not what the movie going experience is about. And now because of social media, it's all like clout. Who's going to get it out first for the hit tweet? And I'm like that. This is not how you consume. I don't even care about hit tweets or I feel like they're overrated. I, I accidentally had a hit tweet with the Batman um, because they, it came out that it was three hours long and I quote tweeted saying people were, it was, it was an article saying that the Batman, um, you know, it's, it's too long. Like three hours is too long for the Batman. And I, I think I quote tweeted saying, if you can binge watch a TV show, you can sit through a three hour movie. They got yeah. like 30,000 something it's likes true. or whatever. And I, I wasn't, I was just like, yeah, whatever. But like, I, I hate, I actually hate it when my tweets blow up because it's like my phone just doesn't stop vibrating and I'm doing yeah. something else. I'm like, make it stop. Like, I mean, I know it's, you know, like you can do like, um, do not disturb or whatnot, but it's still yeah. I'm like, ugh, I just see all those. It's like, I can see so many emails that I never check. I'm fine with that. 5,000 emails, whatever. But like 5,000 things on Twitter. I'm like. Then my anxiety like spikes and I'm like, nope, 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 no. But yeah, I I do agree. It's, it's not hard to spoil. Like, but it's, it's just, just talk about, you can talk about a movie without talking Mm -hmm. about the movie. I mean, like writers do it all the time. It's very easy. Like if you're going to have a spoiler section, that's fine. Just let people know ahead of time. And that's all it is. But exactly. yeah, but yeah, I think we've, uh, we put a good dent to this. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. I think we covered, you know what? We said a lot without saying anything. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, so what is this movie about again? It's like, you just gotta go watch it. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. I do want to watch it again though. I, I do have tickets yeah. for Thursday for sure. Like, Got to go see it with the, with the fans. Like there's yeah. just nothing more. Like I'm telling you when I went to go see Spider-Man No Way Home with, fans like people were cheering during the um during the previews like when song of the hedgehog 2 yeah. like that trailer had just dropped and a lot of people had seen it and people were just going nuts yeah it was insane the vibe and the energy in there is insane like yeah. i love doing that even if like i've watched it that preview of like the sorry the pre-screening at like four or seven on the thursday yeah that's when like the diehards go yep. and it's a completely different right. experience. It's so fun. Yeah. It's too bad. We don't get midnight releases anymore, but whatever. You know what? I'm happy about it. I'm so happy. Actually, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Cause you know what? Releasing it the day before at a four o'clock, just so you can get your review out by like nighttime. And then it's like yeah. here for Friday is perfect. Like I love doing that. Now. That is Thanks, true. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks guys. <They> listen. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Dr. Strange multiverse madness, really, really great. Um, I guess we'll get into our, our first round of ratings really quick and then we'll close on out here. So what would you give it after your first watch? 
After my first watch, I was sitting at like a 3.5 out of 5. So a 7.5 out of 10, I would yeah. give it. Yeah. 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 For me, I accidentally <laughs> gave it like a two and a half early on Letterboxd. I'm like, wait, Ooh. no. Wasn't that bad. <laughs> and so I had to change it over. I just gave it a three out of five. So I guess that's like a yeah. seven out of 10. There's so much great here. It's just, I feel like something is missing. It felt, mm-hmm. you know, the pacing was kind of weird. Um, it just felt, I mean, fractured, obviously, but I feel like that was intentional. But it's, uh, it, it is a wild ride. Um, like I say, it's not the best Marvel movie out there, but it's not the worst. Um, um, I saw a few people, a few critics were saying that it was maybe like a step above Captain Marvel. And I hate that Captain Marvel is like the one film that everyone's like, oh, well, like, it, it's like, oh, like, what, was yeah. it better than Green Lantern? Of course it was. Oh, then you're fine. Like, why is that the bar? Because it, it's not good. It's it's okay. Like, it's, it's not I the best. Preferred, yeah. I did. I preferred Multiverse of Madness. Oh, for sure. To Captain Marvel, because at least visually, it was more exciting to watch than what we got in Captain Marvel. And, like, she has amazing power set. But she didn't really have any depth to, like, her actual character. We saw how strong she was, but that was it. Which is, like, that's great. But, like, do I like Carol? Not really. I kind of like Monica a bit better. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, obviously Maria. Like, I, I connected to them more than I... Dave yeah. to Carol, which shouldn't be happening in her own movie. <laughs> they kind of shoot and horn that one in. They're like, oh, this has to come out before Endgame. And I'm like, again, that they should- know damn well that placement with that post credit scene. Like, that's why it made a billion. Like, no offense to the people that oh, worked yeah. on it, but like placement is everything. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's 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 all a big marketing, you know, strategy. And like, I mean, it works. Like, I feel like some people get so caught up in, the, in like the MCU. Um, but it's like at the same time, like, like, yes, we like, we love these stories, but like at the end of the day, like they're here to make money. Like mm-hmm. one, like it's all for like product, you know, like selling products. Like the movie itself is a product, you know, obviously you're going to have toys along with that. So I feel like a lot of people kind of forget that sometimes because mm-hmm. I've heard like, you know, people, oh, you know, like, well, Spider-Man and Iron Man, you know, like it was just, you know, like it was it was whatever. It's like, well, yeah, they're great products, but Spider-Man puts butts in seats. No, there's no doubt about it. One hundred percent, like whether it is good or bad. But Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I, I think fans are going to like it. It's just it was, I guess, like a lukewarm experience. Um, again, I got I got to watch it again to really um, sink my teeth into it. But yeah, that pretty much can. Wow. 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Look at us go. Spoiler free. <laughs> spoiler free. Spoiler free. <laughs> look at this, ladies and gentlemen. A product of spoiler free. Um, so really quick, we're going to pass it over to Amanda so she can let everyone know where they can um, find her on the Internet and what is coming up. Um, on her website or YouTube channel. Well, you're 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 a lot of places, so I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Um, you guys can always follow me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox. You can check out my website CandidXCinema.com. My YouTube Candid Cinema. My Multiverse of Madness review is up right now, spoiler free because it's possible. Um, <laughs> And then tonight we are reviewing uh, the first Doctor Strange movie directed by Scott Derrickson over at the Suit Up Geeks 
on YouTube. Oh, so that, that okay, out. okay, nice, nice. Yeah, so we're doing that, and then obviously tomorrow my Moon Knight finale review will be up everywhere. You can check me out on geekbomb.net. You can check me out on Collider. Feels good to say that. And uh, yeah, you can just find me there always. All right. All right. And for us here, what's coming up on the show, what's already out on the show. Um, So we have our Northman review that's out for everyone to listen to, as well as our unbearable weight of massive talent review that is out for everyone to sink their teeth into. And of course we have our moon Knight episode five review that is out. And then we will be covering episode six, um, here on the show. I believe Leo is going to be coming on to join us for that one. So that would be a lot of fun. And we actually recently just, uh, finished our hunger games franchise, uh, franchise revisited series. Um, with Nicole Ackman over at Next Best Picture. So definitely check that out as well. Um, you know, we're just kind of, the month month of May is going to be crazy. We, we There's so much going on. I mean, Star Wars Day is tomorrow as of this recording. Um, mm. So that's fun. And speaking, <laughs> actually speaking of Star Wars Day, I have a, I have a uh, definitive, a definitive ranking of all 12 Star Wars movies. So, the Skywalker saga, those nine movies, and I'm including mm. Solo, um, the Clone Wars animated show, not show, sorry, movie, the feature movie, and um, Rogue One as well into that. So that should be up on InSessionFilm.com on May 4th uh, for Star Wars Day. We also have like Stranger Things is coming out this month, Obi-Wan. I still feel like it's weird that Moon Knight episode six it's coming out on Star Wars Day. And that's just very you, odd. This week, this week, this <laughs> week is the most chaotic thing I have ever like witnessed in my life because like it, it's just absolutely nuts. I just got a screener from Netflix, oh. and the embargo the embargo is tomorrow at nine a.m. I'm like, okay, oh, <laughs> sure. Oh. I'm like, I'll watch this documentary. No oh, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking about something, sorry. I was like, oh, okay, no, no. yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I, I just got, got it, I'm like, tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, make it stop. <laughs> it's like, these streaming <laughs> services need to coordinate and um, <laughs> <laughs> figure out something. But yeah, so that's coming up for Star Wars Day. And yeah, we have a Moon Knight episode six review coming out. Um I think that's pretty much it. Also, we always ask people here, um, if there's one thing we ask you guys to do, is to share an episode with a friend, uh, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. So with that said, we'll see you guys on the other side of the multiverse. And please do not spoil this movie for anyone. Um, there's a lot of great surprises. You know, uh, it's it's just... I, I really hate it when people are just like that selfish when it comes to something as important as this or just, just in general. And it's, I mean, leaks are going to happen. Like, obviously if you're going out of your way to like look down a rabbit hole, you're going to find them, but like, don't ruin the movie for anyone else. Because, I did it to myself. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't be an Amanda. <laughs> don't be me fam. <laughs> don't be a candid cinema. <laughs> But uh, with that said, we will see you guys later on and have a good rest of your week. 
And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy our show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Amanda. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the multiverse.